0: Burger King employees, go just take over a Taco Bell.
1: Yeah. Commandeer it.
0: <laughs> Freestyle the recipes and just start charging what you feels appropriate. See what happens. I think this will work. There are good movies and there are
2: great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Love story. Oh, no! uh, we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Center it around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey.
1: You know I left the NHL for this.
2: Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave?
0: This month, our theme is work-safe holidays. It's that time of the year when everybody has some type of holiday going on, and everybody loves making terrible movies about it.
2: Wow, they do. Wow, they do.
0: Yeah, and we've we found some real stinkers this month, including a karate Christmas miracle last week, which was, by most definitions, a film.
1: Miraculous. Legally speaking. It was miraculous. Yeah.
0: This week, Casey, it was your turn. So what did you bring for us during this holly jolly time of the year?
1: Oh, man, I had heard whispers of a delightfully terrible Christmas film that I had to get my hands on from 2019, a Christmas coupon. <laughs> I love saving money. You know that about me. I'm a slut for a garage sale. So I had to check out a Christmas coupon.
2: I don't know if you save that much, Casey. Yeah.
0: uh, Was the savings
1: worth it? It was 93 minutes. It could have been worse. That's
2: fair. That's fair.
0: Case, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. So you've decided you're going to go check out the open skate down at the local skate rink. Get back to get back to your roots. Have some fun. It's that time of the year. So uh, unfortunately, you're not great on skates. It's been a while. Uh, And it turns out there is also a disgraced retired Olympic skater trying to host a skating class during the open skate. case you have built up some steam, uh, you've got your skating legs under you now. You just don't really remember how the whole stopping thing works, which is unfortunate because you are now headed directly towards those children in their skating class. Good. You've got about ten seconds before you blast into them like a bowling ball into the pins. In the you time mean before she sees that...
1: the means of her production, yeah. Oh are
0: you, are, you, are you gonna hurt those kids?
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. stopping. <laughs> like that's how how my mass and force works.
0: In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie.
1: The Hallmark Movie Channel presents why I've never gone to a high school reunion. that's what this movie felt like and you you know i feel like that couple would be there and they had working for them not having a super high and drunk casey at any of their parties (laughs) i would have steamrolled every proposal every romantic moment
2: to see how traumatic a christmas coupon is compared to casey's high school reunions Let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. I think that the Christmas coupon is supposed to be a rom-com. Ivan and Allie were high school sweethearts until Ivan got drafted into the NHL and just pieced the fuck out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he at least left a note at the diner her family owns, explaining that he was just piecing the fuck out in the middle of the night to go make NHL money. <laughs> oh.
2: So decade goes by, and despite Evan's success, he blows his knee out, forcing him into early retirement. He returns to his hometown to recover and runs into Allie, who has, unsurprisingly, moved the fuck on. Now, she's teaching ice skating classes and dating a human with a whetstone for a face.
0: The human whetstone's name is Bobby, and as far as I can tell, the film thinks there's no reason to like him. They paint him as a dick that only cares about his work, which is buying up as much of the small town they live in as possible to replace it with a national retail chain.
2: Oh no! There is no possibly worse outcome evil at least that's what the movie's connotations are because they act like it's the equivalent of committing genocide
0: yeah i bobby's a dick but not for any of the reasons the movie wants him to be a dick
1: right right i think really his face wasn't doing any favors for him. he really wasn't wasn't that bad but everybody took everything he did as aggressive because his face is a fighter jet
0: anyways fortunately that's just a b plot that only serves to make bobby more unlikable which might have mattered had they spent any time trying to make Bobby likable, but they don't. So we're just going to ignore that plot. Fuck it.
2: He's rich. Even though Ivan ghosted Allie, they get invited to a cutesy Christmas dinner together. I mean, most people, like the rest of us, can't stand Bobby, but I feel like they should also think that Ivan is a douche canoe.
0: Oh yeah, very much so.
1: Do you think that was an attack on her, Allison? Because it felt like, like it. hey, yeah. let's invite her ex. Her ex that she like crosses the street to avoid. Yeah, let's do that.
0: Ellie loses her job at the local ice rink and decides that she's just gonna use a public pond to teach classes now. <laughs> Ivan thinks it's really cool to come harass her while she's working, because being a prick and stalking are romantic, I guess.
1: Yay. It's a rom-com.
0: It's true, by rom-com standards, this is pretty mild. It's no surprise then that Ellie telling Bobby they're taking a break coincides with her going on some dates with Ivan.
2: Bobby, meanwhile, decides that he wants to win Allie back because it's a rom-com. I mean, hilariously, the movie gives us space to think that the reason that Bobby wants uh, Allie back is because of the B-plot that we sort of blew through earlier. Because, see, Allie's sister won't sell Bobby the family diner, and marrying Allie would get him closer to that?
0: Here's what happened. Allie, by the way, accepts the marriage proposal because the rock's just really big. It's, it's a here. very big ring. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan goes all emo and takes a job halfway across Canada or something. I don't know. Some other hockey place.
2: Once Ivan gets there, he checks his duffel bag to find a Christmas coupon.
1: (gasps) Oh, my God. Uh, That's the name of the movie. Which is also,
2: despite being the name of the movie, another part of the B-plot not even worth mentioning. Even though, right? Name of the film. Anyway. His manager steps in and says, listen, I gotta be real with you, man. You look fucking miserable, and you need to go back to your hometown because you found life there. So, Ivan quits this new job opportunity because people in films only take extreme solutions when absolutely mundane ones are available.
0: Yeah, I think that was his agent secretly, like, playing some 3D chess because, like, I don't (laughs) want to be the agent of the fucking Mighty Ducks saddest reboot. Like... (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to take that manager job,
0: so. Because it's a rom-com, fucking boyfriend gets off the bus to find Allie waiting right there. She broke off the engagement with Bobby, and they have a just terrible makeout session. It is unpleasant.
1: It's mostly hugging. This couple had so much negative chemistry that, let's start at the beginning of the film. It's supposed to be 10 years ago at their senior prom. (laughs) And I'm so sorry to people who are either new to this or used to us kind of easing it into shit. But like the first thing I notice about the movie is why did they not get age appropriate? Anyone, (laughs) anyone at all. These are two almost 40-year-olds at a <laughs> senior prom. Like, the teacher's coming. Let's get out of here. Just like you're supposed to be chaperoning these fucking kids, yeah. right? and now you're going to go get horny in a park? Fine, just leave. Don't do it here, though. <laughs> Those crow's nests and your 9
2: o'clock shadow and, you know, the fucking kit you're wearing underneath your sh- your suit that I can see? Come on, dude. Come on.
0: Right, like, it would have worked better had they popped up on screen like a giant neon subtitle that says main character flashback with arrows pointing at the two of them. (laughs) So that I could have gone like, oh, this is just some background establishing shit. That's fine. Continue. Like, I would have been more comfortable with the scene because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on as presented.
2: They don't make it clear that that what you're seeing is going to be in the past because this is the very beginning of the movie and really you know it's it's the opening sequence so as far as i can tell i'm about to watch a movie with 40 year olds pretending to be 17 year olds
1: and i'm not like hey they did I'm, it in greece and people loved it okay like, they could have they could have told the same story in split it into two shots like one is like them as five-year-olds like want a pinky swear to blah blah boo your girl and then like maybe give us like when they're 14 or something where you can obviously use a different actor and Uh, give them the same stupid anime hair
0: honestly i think it i think it could have been fine just doing it with the same ones but it just requires doing it with a bit more care and craft and that did not exist here, as is evidenced by the fact that during the one establishing shot of the prom, all of the various couples at the prom are dancing to wildly different music. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, at a different yeah. tempo. So it's really yeah. clear there's no music there.
2: It's a, it's a bunch of fucking off-kilter 40-year-olds stumbling <laughs> around a gym pretending to be in high school.
1: <laughs> Can I just give a little advice? If you are a lower-budget film and you need to have a 10-year flashback, employ a drag queen in your makeup department. (laughs) They can pull you taut as a drum. Just get one local drag queen. Fix all your problems.
0: Their idea of a flashback was just giving them all bad haircuts, and in the hockey players' dude, it actually made him look older.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. I was like, "Oh, what is this growing out Fallout Boy hair situation about? I hate this." They had a bunch of kid actors in this movie too, and I'm going to say lot. something controversial. They might have been the best part of the movie, and that's a lot coming from me. I think it's not a compliment
0: to their ability. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Correct. It's an insult indictment of everybody else. A yeah. win's yeah. a win. Right. You know what I mean? Those kids caught the dub, so good on you.
2: You're not necessarily wrong. I'm struggling to think of someone whose acting was really standout in this film.
1: The kids kind of kept it real. I mean the, the twins obviously didn't like the people they were on set with, so they did look like they were struggling at some times. But I don't know. I really liked Ivan's niece. Was like, hey, can you come back to Hope Springs? You know, like Hope Springs Eternal. Can you come back to Hope Springs? Because your ex-girlfriend's going to marry that dude. And he's like, well, it's grown-up stuff. She's like, so you're not going to do anything. <laughs> Savage. That was Thank beautiful. Thank you. I love Saying that. Saying what we're all thinking. I honestly wish she would have, like, MST3K'd this whole movie. I'm, I agree. I'm interested to hear her take on this trash fire
2: that would have been great. Imagine her just sitting over the movie watching it and talking shit about all of the shitty grown ups in there. I agree that would have made the movie better.
1: You know that this guy, um, he clips his toenails at the dinner table? Yeah. The guy in screen screen right there. He was a nightmare to work with. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked the the police chief father in law that was the the sister's husband's dad he seemed to be doing a good oh. he he did an okay job when that girl was like can't, i actually can't rest ex boyfriend he's like honey has too much money but of course i would if he didn't
0: was he the same one who had a retirement party when he's leaving yeah. the
1: police force yes
0: okay one yeah. i didn't even put together that that was the same character in those two different <laughs> scenes
1: wow okay
0: because everybody's acting is just so bad here but two I. Why was he so willing to just like dump his purse out in front of everyone on what a shitty father he had been for his entire career?
2: I. I absolutely don't know, but- love that. That's my favorite part. I was hoping that he was gonna finish because he goes, yeah, you know, I was uh, maybe not there for ball games or there for you as a kid, but I had a job to do. It was important, and now that I'm retired. Go fuck yourself. Figure yeah. shit out. I'm going to hang down out with your party. kids. Right. <laughs> you
1: sucked. No, I like that he just like was all about making out with his wife. Like they had a lot of chemistry. I loved the wife. The wife was amazing because here's the thing. Immediately after that scene, square ex-fiancé, now new again, fiancé, Brad Barley.
2: Bobby. Bobby. Bobby.
1: Bobby. <laughs> Bobby is like, hey, that's really great, Carl. Kind of just like, you know, fold this in on it. I'm getting engaged to Allie. Uh, Congratulations. And the mom's face is clearly like, this was practiced. I've had that face of disappointment at me before of just like a, (laughs) oh, Jesus, God, no. Ah, yay. I can't say
2: anything, but you've made a terrible decision.
1: People who announce their engagement at other people's parties are cunts. Full stop. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop announcing that you're pregnant at someone else's party. Fuck off. Send a Facebook invite. Come the fuck on.
0: Weren't weren't the two of them broken up when they arrived at this party?
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. They were talking because no, no, no. They were talking again and hanging out more because he kissed her at the farm. Remember? And that's when, that's when Ivan started pulling away from her.
0: Okay. But still, like, they had, they, they had officially taken some type of break and they're now, like, tentatively testing the waters again. And presumably yes. the family's all aware of this. So, like, they showed up as, like, we don't know if they're together again. They're talking in the kitchen and then walk out and immediately announce that. Come on. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, A 100%. They're literally the worst couple.
2: Okay, but that's a systemic issue in a Christmas coupon because the time frame is implied to both be like a long time and two days, maybe because everything is supposed to be before or on Christmas, and they're on Christmas, and then a bunch of stuff happens after that, but then it's implied that it's still on Christmas or before Christmas. So the whole time, the whole time of everything is fucky.
1: I it seemed like this took place over like two weeks. That would be my guess.
2: Schrodinger's Christmas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, long enough for her to do several skate sessions and him to be there. I assume at some point he's maybe done some physical therapy. I'm not sure. They had the white Um, elephant
0: party. You mentioned physical therapy and it reminded me that there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where he's at the doctor's office and the doctor's going on about how terrible his knee is. Yeah. And he's giving the like his his acting performance on excruciating pain in his knee is just like mild stomach ache. Yeah. (laughs) Like like ate some slightly off fish. That's what he's giving me on his
1: pained expression was that of a soccer player. Real dramatic on field, (laughs) fine off.
0: Was there anything else, like, actually good
1: here? Yes. The fucking manager. Ivan's manager, I don't know his name in the movie. His nickname in acting is Napoleon, which they spelled wrong on the intro credits. I wanted to gouge my own face off. That guy, A- was the best actor in the movie. B is the prime minister of social justice in India, formerly, and held some other fucking office. What? How did How did you get this guy? That's what I want to know.
2: And he's been in a bunch of movies in India. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Like high profile shit. Over a hundred. How, how did a Christmas coupon get him? He just plays a sweetheart in the movie. He does Ivan's dishes for him. And when Ivan's like, no, I don't have a woman do this. He's like, you can't afford women anymore. You're poor. You're not working anymore. And your bills are fucking insane. Therefore, you're going to be doing your own dishes as of like three days from now. Get used to it.
0: I see. Now I'm mad you brought that up because what the fuck house was that? Was that Ivan's house? Yeah, Yeah, that's Ivan's
1: Canadian house when he was a hockey player.
0: What the fuck is he even worried about a job for? Sell that bitch and buy the entire block your girlfriend's house or fucking (laughs) diners on.
1: He was probably renting. He does not seem like the kind of guy who knows how to handle money. Therefore, like, he's been. Thank God he makes that much money because, like, he's living on a knife's edge.
2: (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Possibly, but it's also possible with 10 years in the NHL and supposedly he was a successful player that he could have hired someone to manage his money and he might also be doing Why would very you? well. Yeah,
1: it was probably the guy that was taking over his mansion when he left to go back to his hometown again. His agent's not an idiot.
2: <laughs> no, I'll just, you know, you go home and stay for a while and I'll stay here.
1: I don't want to besmirch him. He was Napoleon was a good guy.
2: Yeah, he was. He was. We really shouldn't talk shit. He was the good guy in the movie.
1: Let me tell you something that rubbed me the wrong way. Not him. He rubbed me the right way. He brought him back to the Christmas village. He's like, oh, you're so miserable. Let's get you back to that little shithole. And the guy who played Santa, who is this menacing creep, is like, He goes, oh, hi, how are you? He's like, you're the man that took Ivan away. (laughs) Like a fucking weirdo. Like people Uh, who use those as icebreakers at a party, fuck off. It's one of those where I'm like, okay, don't be mad when I snap and I'm defensive. That's not a way to start a fucking conversation, you asshole, and you know it.
0: Oh, I loved creepy old man Santa. He was just. Yeah,
1: I took him away. I'll fucking fuck your wife, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just that fucking triggered the shit out of me. I don't know why. I was like, who the fuck's this guy, a pervert?
0: He was so perfect for this movie and how bad he was. Yeah. Both in just, like, overall demeanor in his acting, even just, like, physically for the role. The man is the worst look you could get beyond has a beard for Santa.
1: He looks like a creep. Just, there's something unsettling about him.
2: I think it's the wide open eyes and the tanned and overbearing face that he has. He he puts on like these um, almost plastic expressions where he's staring at people.
1: He has uncanny valley happy eyes. He kind of like the guy that played the priest where he always looks like he's smiling, but it never quite reaches his eyes. Yeah, Just like, hi, hello, Brother Dave. Just like, oh, you God. are not happy to see me, mm. but to maybe an untrained eye you could be. But I fucking see through you.
0: A smile so fake you can hear it through the phone. It's yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like Tom Cruise. That's the kind of smile. Yes.
2: Yes. Casey, you really reacted strongly to the Santa Claus and his... I mean he, he also makes furniture. Is that not attractive to you? Don't you want a man that makes furniture for you?
1: No, he's just making weapons, I bet. <laughs> he's I making don't piano fucking just trust to smash him. over someone's head. Yeah.
0: He's making toys for children. Um, because that's another one of these Christmas movie things that they keep throwing in here is these traditional wooden toys that I see in Christmas yeah. movies every year and haven't seen anywhere else since nineteen eighty nine. Right. And they call like, him like, right.
1: "You're the secret Santa." Shh. Ugh, no, don't keep secrets for adults, kids. Right. <laughs> they shouldn't tell you <laughs> secrets.
0: Oh, I wonder who, where that came from. I don't know. Maybe the one guy still making weird wooden rocking horses for children. Right.
1: Right. And Clearly making kids sit on his lap.
2: Speaking of weird Christmas elements, there's also
1: like a D plot
2: where Ivan hates Christmas because uh, his parents died on Christmas. Yeah, I basically <laughs> mentioned and then never picked up again. And it's
1: really Allison's <laughs> like, Allie's like, oh, why do you hate Christmas, bitch? You've known him presumably right. your whole life because it's right. a small town. High school. Sweetheart. You guys dated. You didn't know his mom died on fucking Christmas. Even if it happened afterwards, even it didn't. but Even if it did. You would have heard about it. <laughs> it's saying. a small town. Right. right. You're just a shitty fucking listener. You, you <laughs> accuse Brad or Bobby. Bobby. You accuse Bobby of being a shitty listener. Where did you learn it from? No. To be Look fair. in the mirror. <laughs> you should listen to some fucking Michael Jackson.
2: I learned it from you, Mom. I was shocked at how many people came to their their event for the, uh, the homeless and the poor. That is a shocking amount of people in a small town.
1: Yeah, maybe you guys need a Walmart. Right.
2: Uh,
0: The homeless scene at the beginning of this drives me absolutely insane because it's another one (gasps) where they give us a bunch (laughs) of voiceover of like the characters whispering to each other and they have to drive home how good these people are. So, of course, we have one person talking about how this is the first meal they've had in a week.
1: Yeah, First hot meal.
0: No, 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 no. The woman says, "This is the first hot meal I've set sa- I've had, had in a days. long
1: time." Then and the then, other guy yes. says, "This is
0: the first thing I've had in a week."
1: And no, she I- said, "Oh, God bless you. Let's pray about it." Yeah,
0: and then he agrees to pray over it instead of eating for the but first time praying in a week.
1: Over <laughs> each other. They're praying over each other. Like, they're saying, d- and they just layered it on What each they're not other. doing
0: is eating the food in front of them <laughs> that they haven't had in front of them for a week.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be talking. It's just so over the top that, like... Honestly, though, that lady was a great actor. <laughs> she did really good. I commented when we watched it, like, both times. That's I'm like, true. This lady's fucking slaying it. You know, we've talked a bit about... Ivan, the hockey player, but we haven't really talked about the crimson chin, Bobby.
2: Oh, my God. Bobby
1: is Allison's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, then fiance. Also, he's a retail m- mogul or land baron, or I'm not really sure what he is, Um, but he has an office job, and he a real dick about it. Yeah. And... He just, I feel like he's the kind of guy that's like, no, I don't go down on women.
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, I can he tell.
1: Is. I don't You're, know if that's okay. true in real life, but in this movie, his character absolutely does not eat pussy or ass. Counterpoint.
2: Do you think that you could fit his chin between your thighs?
1: Mine, yeah, but I'm flexible and strong. <laughs>
2: He better shave though,
1: because that five o'clock shadow is gonna shred my thigh fat like chicken. Yikes!
0: Yeah, he's he, he's a pretty standard rom-com shitty boyfriend who's just kind of I I I genuinely think the plot of the movie would have worked better if she was just single throughout, but it probably would have lost about twenty minutes of runtime that way. Would that That's have been a bad perfect
2: thing? a crisp seventy-minute film?
0: I mean, I'd have been a crisp. With it.
1: Miss Coupon, make it crisp.
0: So I do. I do want to maybe push back a little bit on calling him the chin, because while it is a significant chin, if you go back and watch that flashback sequence uh, again from the <gasps> beginning of the movie, our main <laughs> man is rocking one hell of a Leno. Yeah, well, oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. I think it's the haircut, right? The, the comb down the front. It's just like, and he's got like a hard. 10 o'clock shadow that just really accentuates outward a lot
0: there's some very confusing chids in this movie it kind of throws (laughs) you in a few different directions
1: well guys before this cinematic coupon expires I need to know from 2019 a Christmas coupon Dave would you watch it again
0: You know, I think it would be better to ask would I choose to watch it again, because (laughs) I think I could probably make it about eighty five percent through this again with no realization that I had seen it before. Fair, fair. This is a movie that is kind of just like its best case scenario is being on while you're eating dinner at Christmas. Like maybe it gets syndication on like a TBS and it's just sort of in the background as something that's largely inoffensive to most people in the room. But would I choose to watch it again? Absolutely not. No, there's not. like It's bad, but there's nothing here. That's like the fun kind of bad. It's just people who shouldn't act, mostly not acting. So no, I'm not going to watch a Christmas coupon again. Jay, how about you? From 2019, will you cash this coupon in and watch a Christmas coupon again?
2: One of the things I've been paying a lot more attention to is the fact that in shitty films like this, nobody speaks about anything specifically. They talk about pronouns. Everything is the pronoun game. And so there is a whole lot of not saying anything in this movie. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a Neil Breen film. Except with less (laughs) tuna. And (laughs) and nobody was passing out on their computers and throwing their coffee all over it while they did it. But I agree with you, Dave, that there really isn't anything standout bad in this. There is a lot of really awful acting. Like, the kind of community theater bad that's fun to watch. And honestly... I kind of enjoyed the mess of it and the community theater acting. And I'd probably put it on again for like a Christmas thing where people are over and I have to put something Christmassy on and I hate them because <laughs> I hate Christmas movies. And so, yeah, yeah, I'd probably put this on for that. So, wow, sure, I'd watch it again. I'd watch a Christmas coupon again. Casey, what about you? You brought this 2019 Christmas coupon. Would you watch it again?
1: I have watched this one and two thirds times, and who oh, it it was roughest the first time. It was <laughs> a little easier, yeah. Down the second, yeah, it was. I do not think there will be a third. No, I would not watch this again. Oh. This yeah. movie was it just rubbed me the wrong way, <laughs> <laughs> and I. Hated it. Show us
0: on the doll where it rubbed you, Casey.
1: No. No. Your doll doesn't have the right parts. That's it. That's the verdict. One out of three of us would watch this again, and his name is Jay, (laughs) and we are ashamed. Well, next week, we're going to be switching it up a little bit and giving you a super secret surprise. Usually, we'll tell you what we're doing, but we have to kind of keep a lid on this one, so... In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. like us on Facebook sh.tty Cinema, throw us a bone on the Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or peepshittycinema.com. Check the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights. Get engaged. Get unengaged. Get engaged. Get unengaged. Get engaged. I just love the parties. <laughs> Woo! Huh?